folks, thanks for bearing with me with my very intermittent production schedule this year, and welcome back to Cheeky Chops! Yes, we're back once more in your ear holes for a little bit more home-baked entertainment. So, how have you been? Hope you've been well, and thanks for your patience with all of this. You might be wondering, what's been going on here? Well, let me tell you, and thanks for asking! So, I'm moving to a slightly new format with this recording, and going forward, Rather than a lot of personal waffle, I'll be starting to share some little sketches that I've written after the random chatty bit, which of course is happening right now. Comedy sketches, they're a great thing, aren't they? And kind of short in supply these days. I was trying to think when did I last watch a really good sketch show on TV, and I'm not sure I can even remember. It's certainly been a while since that Michelin web look hung up their hilarious oversized gloves. That was one of my favourites looking back, I think. So, sketches are what you're going to get, and maybe the odd long-format joke just to keep you entertained. So, with longer joke japery in mind, I was thinking, have you noticed just how many technology firms seem to be going on about this so-called cloud computing? No? Okay, just me then. Well, imagine that you did notice. What's cloud computing all about then? If someone said to you, hey, I've just put my computer in the cloud, man, you probably think, hang on, is this the 1960s? Are you on some sort of experimental LSD trial? Or something along those lines? You don't put digital technology in a large floating area of condensation? Why would you even think of such a thing? Have you not studied the water cycle properly in geography? Think of the effect of the condensation on all those transistors. And then, if it was the 1970s, and someone suggested putting a computer in a cloud you probably say, hey, stop right there, Sonny Jim. I've just seen a scary public information film on the dangers of putting newfangled electronic gadgets into a mass of floating water vapour. Pack that in right now. And you can also stop thinking about retrieving your frisbee from that nearby overhead pylon too. I know your game. But now it's the 2020s or something, so it's apparently a good idea to put your computers in a cloud. Put it on the cloud, mate. Yeah, best thing for it. Oh, and stick your data in a lake as well, while you're at it. Ha! Huh, just doing some streaming, are you? Maybe you'd like to virtually connect with people in the pond. And perhaps later on, you'll be uploading some pictures to the puddle. Strange times. Anyway, speaking of strange, it is sketch time. So let's ring the sketch bell and get things underway at our outside broadcast location this week. Remember, I'm not an actor, just a writer. But I'll do what I can to bring this one to life. So... Here we go. Hi, I'm Julian Berkson, and this week I'll be putting this little beauty to the test on my local supermarket trolley test track. So before we start, let's have a quick look at the tech we've got here. There's a top-of-the-range list holder. Wow! Look at that great British metal hinge technology right there. And look at that. Somewhere to park your scanner, if you know what I mean. Just what you need when you're pulling a difficult manoeuvre round a pushchair while weighing a parsnip in the fresh produce aisle. Very generous. 
But enough of the gadgets, let's do some real shopping and see how this trolley handles out on the track. And we're off. First we go over a sleeping policeman. Typical public sector worker. Perhaps he's forgotten to woke up this morning. And now we're down the curb and oh! Feels like we might have just dropped off the edge of David Coulthard's chin. The suspension might need some repairs after that, just saying. Into our first bend, and oh, sliding all the way over to the left like a scared Tory at an unexpected by-election. Expect a few more of those in the next few months. And now let's see how it handles off-road. There's some bumps ahead of me. Reminds me of an ex-girlfriend. Can I say that? No, the producer says it's 2023, and I've been told I can't. Into the next bend, and we're sliding way over to the right. Like Nigel Farage after a couple of very British IPAs in his local drinking establishment. Okay, now it's time to see how she handles in the chicane. We're going round a teenager who steps off the pavement while just staring at their phone. Yeah, whatevs to you too, mate. Maybe you could think about getting a job. What's that app you're using? Oh, you're the IT director of phoneapps.com. Well, okay then, but don't go scrolling while you're strolling. I should really charge for that kind of life coaching advice. Some more bumps are coming up. I've been told not to do that joke again by my producer. Oh my goodness. Here we go. Nearly plunging into a very dangerous ditch. Like an economic plan from Liz and Quasi, we've been lucky to recover from that and be able to pay for any of our shopping ever again. And as we go into the last bend, oh my goodness, so much overemphasis. Looks like I've gone completely off my trolley. And that's the end. It's all over just like my career. So, join us next time when our mystery shopper takes an e-scooter to the Nuremberg ring and we attempt the Paris-Dakar rally in a green wheelie bin. Oh wait, I've just been told that it's not green bins next week, so we may have to think through that again. Well, on that bombshell, we've run out of gags, so it's back to the studio. Right, thanks for that. Now we're back in the Cheeky Chops office. And, well, I've been doing a few cheeky things since we last spoke, which I thought I'd update you on. So, I've been to a few stand-up gigs in the last year, which I have to say seems like an excellent use of my time. I've managed to see Stuart Lee, Emo Phillips, Alice Fraser, and I spectacularly missed Alice DeBeckett King at my local library theatre, which was a little bit unfortunate. Sorry, Alistair, I will see you next time, and thanks for that amazing tweet saying how much everybody in the audience missed me. That was really amazing. Also, a bit of comedy training for me. Who knew that there was such a thing? Yes, comedy writers are required to log 700 hours of professional sarcasm every year and watch three shows from other writing genres. So in the last few months, I've enjoyed going on a few courses. I did one with Paul Bassett Davies at Euroscript. And next month, I'm meeting up with a guy called Dave Cohen, a witty sitcom and sketch writer who I highly recommend. Or I expect to recommend anyway. He seems pretty good so far. It's good to learn from these battle-hardened experts on how they do their comedy writing. And I have to say, I found it very beneficial hearing their little tips on their craft and how best to submit material to different shows. You can also learn some new tricks from the old dogs or something like that. Anyway, that's this episode done. I hope you enjoyed the new format of me dropping as many names as possible of comedy writers I've met. And hopefully the sketch was enjoyable too. So look out for more sketches. We'll be ringing the sketch bell again next time. Oh, and just on social media, I've recently renamed my Twitter or X account to Mike Writes Funny. So if you want to follow a more regular output of comedy from me, 
You can find me on there, providing Elon Musk hasn't switched it off or changed it before you locate my account. So, thanks for tuning in again and for waiting a few months. Stay safe, be careful with clouds and any other unusual weather events that seem to be stalking our very existence. Take care, all the best, and see you next time. Cheeky Jobs was a Mike Walls production. The show was written on a non-cloud-based computer and then recorded with Audacity. Audacity is great free editing software, not a description of my attitude during the recording. Sound effects and music were courtesy of Upbeat.io, and the show is distributed on Podbean. Thanks for listening.